When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Firstly, thanks for coming for the, uh, the obviously the occasion. Um, yeah, it's a big crowd just to announce that I'm stepping down as uh, Player Finds Commissioner. Um, <laughs> and uh, and jacket organiser, so yeah, a bit emotional about that, but... A uh, bit of humour from our next guest, Daniel Rich, of course, uh, Brisbane's finest and also the boy from WA. 275 games. He's announced that he will retire at the end of the season. He went on to address the playing group and thank everyone and his family, of course, and everyone who got him there. But he's been kind enough to join us because he does have a media conference today up there and he'll be the, the focus of attention. But we're uh, lucky to have him on the line. Daniel, I appreciate your time, Richie. All the very best. And uh, it was a big day for you. Yeah, thanks for having me as always, guys. Yeah, it was a pretty, uh, pretty surreal day, I think. Um, one that I obviously had thought about for a little bit and uh, over the weekend kind of had a few thoughts bubbling away in my head about what I was going to say. But, um, yeah, it's obviously hard to say, I suppose, goodbye. It's not goodbye straight away, but goodbye at the end of the year to a club that I've been at for so long and love so much. But, um, yeah, the, the timing's right to move on to the next chapter of life. Yeah, brilliant stuff. We'll get to that in a moment. Restricted to seven games this year due to basically your body sort of really struggling to get you there. Uh, I want I want some clarification. Yourself and Jack Gunston s- several months ago went into the office and said, hey, our bodies are failing us at the moment. We just want to get a big body of work and, and then be prepared for the back end of the season. Did it happen like that? Did it actually happen like that? Did you actually take yourself forward to say, hey, for the betterment of the club, I think I should step away? Yeah, they were, they were both separate conversations. Obviously, I caught up with Fags and I had a pretty interrupted kind of first half of the year, to be honest. Um, I, I tore my quad in round two against the D's and then Obviously came back from that and, and felt all right playing. And then I hurt my calf uh, a few weeks back after being back. And that was the one that probably hurt the most. Couldn't run for a couple of weeks. Um, and then just felt, I felt pretty average, to be honest, and not really not really how I wanted to feel uh, playing in the modern modern game. It's pretty hard when you're not at uh, anywhere near 100%. So, um, yeah, physically it wasn't great and had to basically make the tough decision that I needed to basically have a month of free to, to try and get, uh, I suppose, myself physically back up to standard, and that was what the discussion was about, and, and Fakes was awesome with that. Mate, um, well... And that's basically how, how that happened, so... Sorry, Dan, mate. Well, well done. First of all, um, you know how much we uh, rate you here, but you're not done yet, are you? There's um, how is the body? First of all, how are you moving? There's still um, obviously action in the AFL, but the VFL team as well. Are you any chance at all? Is it going to come down to an injury? Is the body good enough to be called upon if needed? Yeah, I think uh, I'll, I'll potentially uh, play this week in our VFL uh, finals game. Um, fingers crossed to get through the week. I'm, I've been feeling really good. I've had three weeks of some good training off the back of a, obviously a hamstring injury. Um, that's basically the plan, to be completely honest. Um, is I'm going to give myself the best chance to be ready if I'm needed. Um, whether that's playing, um, that's obviously the, the number one goal, but if I'm not, I'm not going to 
hang my hat and be and be completely flat if I don't. I want to be there and support the boys in any way I can. Um, it's been obviously a tough year as we spoke about, but I'm not going to let the last kind of six to, to eight months define me as a person or, or a player. So, um, yeah, there's more to life than footy, but right now it's, the, the focus is to support the group and, and be there for the group. And if that means I'm playing, then that'll be a bonus. But, yeah, we'll see how we go. If you had played every game this year, Dan, I know, you know we spoke probably early on in the year as well. This is probably going to be your last year of footy. But if, you, if you'd played every game, would the decision have been any different, mate? Oh, to be honest, 100%. Uh, six months ago, I was oh, probably even less, probably five. Five months ago, I was definitely keen um, to, to play again next year. But sometimes, I suppose, the body tells the mind uh, otherwise, and that's kind of been the case. And, um, yeah, life's a, to me a bit about perspective. And um, as much as I love AFL, I love our club, I love everything to do with footy, um, I love the game. There's obviously more to life than that, as you guys understand. So um, there comes a time where you have to make the decision, and um, sometimes it kind of comes around quicker than others. But um, no, the timing just definitely felt right, and I've noticed that over the last probably month or so. When you spoke to the group yesterday, I'm sure you've had these conversations in private with them as well. There's a real air of expectation from you. You genuinely believe that that window this year, and maybe beyond this year as well, but this year, there is a premiership to be had with this group together. Yeah, 100%. I've been around pretty long enough to, I suppose, realise that um, these things don't come around very often, but... Uh, I suppose you, you've got to know the people and the the cattle you have to, to achieve it. Um, we have a talented list, really talented list, but I think over the last few seasons especially, we've had a lot of learnings and, and experiences. And as young guys are three or four years older from when they first played finals. And I think all those things stack up. Um, I think our best footy shown this year that we're, we're one of the best teams. And, um, have what it takes to get it done. So that belief builds and, um, yeah, I suppose when you're in the four walls of the footy club, you, you see those smaller things a little bit clearer. But, uh, yeah, I'm very confident in, in the team we have and the, and the group we have. Dano, you spoke really well yesterday uh, about Chris Fagan and obviously there's a lot of love in the room for him. He's had a tough year. He's, he's probably done it privately. We've read more about him yesterday saying that he – wouldn't leave the house in daylight hours. Um, this the, Hawth is, the Hawthorne saga has really taken its toll on him, but I think the love from you boys has helped him through. But it seems to me that he really did breathe a, a breath of fresh air into the place when he arrived. Oh, definitely. Um, I can't speak for, for him and what he's obviously been through and how he's felt, but um, all I can say is he's carried himself so well around our footy club. Um, it's been a big one, and he's, all, he's always said this year that, listen, boys, you focus on getting yourselves right and playing footy, and, and we'll take care of all that stuff in the background, and he's, he's done so well. No doubt he's had some pretty tough times and, and some dark days, as he mentioned, but, um, yeah, he's been a, a father figure of mine, I suppose, in a way. He's prolonged my career, to be honest. Um, I said to him yesterday when, when I first caught up with him, he said, my breath said, Richie, your best footy would be ahead of you, and that, that instilled some amazing belief in me, so I'm so thankful for you. It's interesting, isn't it, because uh, the last couple of weeks we've seen the retirements of yourself, 
the announcements of retirements. Nat Nui, Zeeble, Shui. There's still some going around from that draft, but gee, what a great draft it was. But you've survived a lot longer than a lot of those in that group, uh, Richie. I, I suppose when you were the teenager and you get picked up in the draft and it was all that talk about Jack Watts and Nick Nat and Stephen Hill and yourself and all how absorbing was that? How how much did you how, how much did that uh, take out of you, the expectation of being a, a high draft pick and, and wanted and end up being in Brisbane? Oh, it's a uh, long time ago, but it's, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, I wouldn't say it's absorbing or it takes energy out. I think you're, you're pretty excited to be picked up, um, whether it's number one or number 80, to be honest. There's a lot of talk about numbers and where you go and all that kind of stuff, but um, I love Western Australia and I love Perth as a place, but I'm, in hindsight, I've been pretty lucky to, to be here in Brisbane and um, to be supported and play with some amazing players along the journey, so... I wouldn't have it any other way, to be honest. I've loved every second and look forward to the future, probably here in Brisbane and hopefully uh, part of the club. Do you think, um, when you look back now, Dano, do you look back and go, the abusive, violent coach I had in Subiaco Colts. Oh, he's, he's set me. He set me up. He's hardened me up. He's toughened me up, and he got me ready for. Don't um, talk like. Don't talk about Scott Waters like that. No, no, it wasn't Smurf. <laughs> I mean, someone else who just that abuse to really put a rough edge around you. Oh, I definitely learned a thing or two, and uh, <laughs> I suppose learned how to uh, put the put the ear muffles on and, and filter a bit of it. That's a bad. Hey, I remember. Hey, hey, excuse me, excuse me. I want to seek some clarification here, Mr. Rich. I remember one day at Claremont where I tr- I tried to change my coaching style, and you walked in at half time. We were six goals down, and you turned to me and you said it had all to do with your lack of passion and your lack of a grunt in your opening speech. So then I tore shreds off him at half time, and we went out and played okay. <laughs> You got a better memory than me, but oh no, I love Goss as a, as a coach. He was, he was very good fun. And, yeah, I've definitely learned. I've learned a few things off him. I love his, uh, love his voice. I love his rev ups. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely different fades, but. Um, too kind. Oh, too I, kind. I get them most mornings, mate. So that's <laughs> wear, wear thin after a little while. Too kind, mate. Daniel. Thank you. Hey, mate. Let's um, let's fast forward a uh, um, a month or uh, a little bit longer, because I yeah, and and geez, I, I pray, mate. You know, my fingers are crossed that um, you get an opportunity because I don't want to see Brisbane win a flag without you. You deserve it more than anyone. What's going to happen, mate? Uh, going into the future and. Um, Obviously, you need to spend a little bit more time with your daughter because during your announcement yesterday, she <laughs> she wanted none of you. She didn't want to get anywhere near you. She wanted to be straight back to Loz. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a funny one, wasn't it? She, um, yeah, she definitely didn't want to be up there. She was rattled to talk me. Uh, oh, no, it's, it's one of those things where I've always been a big planner throughout my career and I've been under no illusions that footy only lasts a certain amount of time and the next chapter of your life, you're probably, or hopefully going to be doing a career or a job or whatever it is longer than you play AFL, so invest the time into that. As I said, there's potentially a, a role at the club that we've been, I suppose, speaking about behind, behind closed doors for next year and beyond, which is pretty exciting, um, but yeah, I've, I've got a pretty big interest just in, in general business world and uh, the property side of things, so you never know where that'll take me, but um, yeah, it's probably something that I'll, I'll work out in due course, but the focus is the next month, and it's a pretty exciting month, to be honest, 
Yeah, look, so uh, what you're saying there, and you've said it a few times, you said it yesterday, you're looking forward to obviously having a role inside the Brisbane Football Club in, in going forward, which is brilliant. Mate, All-Australian in 2021, let's not forget that. Rising star player, AFL Players Association, best first-year player in 2009. You won the Michael Tuck medal. Uh, there's a lot to like about your career, mate. You should be incredibly oh. proud. One of the great exports out of WA. We and- are, aren't we? And We're extremely massively proud. proud. 275 games, and uh, it could have been so much more if the body hadn't quite given up, and of course that knee and the like. But mate, well done, well played. Spoke beautifully yesterday. Enjoy the press conference today. Enjoy the final series, and we'd like to see you one mm. more time. But if you, we don't see you, mate, let's hope it's a big year for the Brisbane Lions. No worries, guys. Thank you for all your all your chats and your kind words. Good bad. There he is, Daniel Rich, joining us, uh, announcing his retirement yesterday. As I said, after 275 games so far, so there's a little asterisk alongside that, but he's achieved plenty, and he's off to training as we speak. This is Scotty and Goss.